This portion of the show is brought to you by Fresh Roof of NAZ.com. The Jeff Orvid Show starts now. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orvid's here. Happy to be here with you today. Angela joins me this hour. Rob Wilson up for hour two. And um, we've got a lot of ground to cover, including this ban on the exports export of firearms um, outside the U.S. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. I would imagine they're trying, the Biden administration is trying to destroy the U.S. gun manufacturing industry. Yeah, but, Except but for, Biden ships as many guns as he <laughs> feels like over to Ukraine right now. Yeah, they're saying it's to stop the bad actors and they don't want the guns to fall into the wrong hands by gun manufacturers sending them to, you know, somebody who's maybe hunting over in Italy or something. Yeah, wherever. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the first one that popped into my head. I don't know why. So we'll, we'll get the lowdown on that or the down low with Rob Wilson. Uh, plus, I got a bunch of news items I want to hit on. You might, you might be getting some money back here in Arizona. You might be getting a rebate check from the Arizona Department of Revenue. That's oh, good news. Shucks. That's un, unusual to get any kind of money back from government. You can thank the Freedom Caucus here in Arizona for that. I mean, you can thank yourself for paying taxes <laughs> and, you know, for generating all the economic activity. I mean, it's really, at least there's somebody down there who's like, hey, we're taking in too much money. Yeah, so you they could are. Get some, yeah, you could they, get have, some money. they have way too much. Way too much. We should get some back. Yes. I want my money now. What was that, JD? What was that commercial? Remember? I want my money now. You don't remember that? No. Okay. Don't remember that. I've uh, got a bunch of news items we'll get to as well as, um, let's see, BLM land down in Pinal County. They're pushing people out of the um, National Force BLM, BLM land, actually. It's, they're getting pushed out, and there's a lot of homeless um, activity going on uh, throughout the Forest Service, throughout the you mm-hmm. know BLM, National Forest, if I can get that out right. Two different Bureau things. Bureau of Land Management. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and I, I've noticed a lot of people are, there's a lot of people living out there in, in the forest. Do you think and, that's because they've been trying to evict them from the, the downtown, wherever area, the capital uh, area? I don't know. I Well... That this area is out towards um, Apache Junction. Apache Junction, and there's a lot of camping that goes on out there because it's pretty quick hop, you know, skip and a jump from Phoenix Metro area. Possible, but these are a lot of people in like campers and stuff. And there's a lot of people oh, okay. being left it's, out of society at I this point. I thought you said homeless, so I wasn't yeah, sure. There's a lot of okay. people who are out there living in in these areas because it's so expensive in a lot of other areas. Mm. Um, and I, I I I know I've noticed it in Northern Arizona as well. We'll get to the details on that. Um, plus a bunch of news items. Um, the car industry. One of these items will hit the car industry not doing really good. Well, the car industry is doing pretty good, but it's the EV sector that is an absolute disaster. And I'm finally seeing, and I knew this was going to come, I'm finally seeing the word reevaluate, quote unquote, being thrown around in the corporate um, jargon. Yeah, you know, they're, right. they're like, yeah, we yeah. might have to reevaluate where well, we're at with this Well, they've given it a thing. few years, so it's yeah. probably time to do it's some reevaluation. Yeah, It's time to cut and run, I think. <laughs> you know, it's time to sell off those divisions to some other sucker because they're losing billions every quarter. Billions. Crazy. I'll give you the numbers here in, in just a few minutes. Plus, we'll get to some of your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. If I was selling a home right now in the Flagstaff or Northern Arizona area, I would call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. Uh, that's what Lucas and Aaron did. They had to move out of state. 
They needed to sell their property in Parks, beautiful area there. Uh, they heard about Kelly Broadus, of course, her great reputation. Uh, they were, Kelly was able to land them a buyer in just a few weeks. They sold it at just an awesome price. Um, and there's a lot of cash buyers out there right now. And Kelly's been able to land a lot of those four people. Now Lucas and Aaron have moved on to their new home state with no strings attached. If you want to see what Kelly can do for you, call Kelly Broadus right now. Uh, tell her about your home. She'll be more than happy to come on out. And if you list with her, I know she's going to put everything that she can into it. She is really passionate about helping people sell their homes for the absolute top dollar. 888-446-5602. That's Kelly Broadus. 888-446-5602 or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. Okay, so the money thing. The checks in the mail, maybe. Yeah. If they or, do that or anymore. Or the deposit is into yeah. your account. <laughs> Most people do like that yeah. e-file thing with the state and with the, with the yeah, feds and you now. Just, they, they either take it from your account or... Some people still do checks. Some people still write checks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Once in a while. I write checks. You write checks? From time You're to time. Doing that? Sometimes. I don't even know if I remember how to write a check. <laughs> I just asked Canada. I said, I need a check. <laughs> anyway, between now and November 15th, there's... About 750,000 Arizona, I guess, households, families, you know, people who, are, who filed, which is significant. That's a, yeah, that's a that's big a number. Yeah, that's a lot of people. A uh, couple million people, I guess, this will impact. Should get, with a capital S, maybe, a rebate from the Arizona Department of Revenue. Uh, qualifying families, and I haven't even heard about this. This was in I the budget. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, so this was in the state budget that they passed back in was that July? It's been 90 days. So 90 mm-hmm. days was October like 15th or something like that. I'm sorry, like October 30th today. Is today the 30th? Yeah, tomorrow's Halloween. Um, and it takes 90 days from when the governor signs anything the legislature does to go into effect. So I guess we've hit that timeline. And they have until November 15th, the Arizona Department of Revenue, to completely execute, get, it. execute uh-huh. and get all this money out. So if you're a if you are a qualifying family... You can get $250 per dependent under the age of 17. When, when did that start? I, wasn't it like used to be under 18? Yeah. You know, under I, the age of 18? I actually don't know, but. I've heard that like, more and we more. We just kind of got into this category in the last couple of years because Isabel's 20 now. So yeah. it hasn't really impacted us until the last three years or so. Yeah. And then I, I noticed um, that during so COVID. I, don't know. I noticed yeah, that during COVID, COVID with the, the um, it's like stimulus like 17 and under, you got X and yeah, more than that, you got. Yeah, 18, you're just, you're screwed. No, but if someone was 17. Yeah, well, dependents. It was different. Over 17 and over, if you have dependents 17 and over, supposedly $100 for each of those. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it ta- taps out at $750 total. So you could have three dependents and maybe get the rebate check. Um, I don't know if this is like a sliding scale, because that happened during COVID and some people missed out by like a buck. Wait, what if, is like it that. only for if you have kids? Dependents. Or dependents, I mean. Whatever that is. Kids, I guess, or you could have. Or any, okay. We, yeah. It could be an elderly parent or yeah, something that's I, dependent. I think so. Okay. Well, what about people with no dependents? Oh, you, you get nothing. Oh, so this yeah. is only for people with filed with dependents. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. I didn't know that. Sorry if you don't have any dependents, you get nothing. You may have gotten a lot of people's hopes up out there that. Okay. Yeah. I like to squash <laughs> people's hopes. Uh, and, you know, I try my best to do that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not your tax advisor, so <laughs> we'll see. Well, supposedly you don't have to do anything if you qualify it for this. Up. It's just going to show it's up. And way. if you have paid like a dollar in taxes or something like that within the past couple of years, you're like on the radar and it should ping. Mm. So I don't know if you don't get money, 
I guess, sorry. Call them. Yeah, but 750,000 Arizona families. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, big. And, and, and hitting around, you know, through November 15th. So Christmas time coming up. It's always good mm-hmm. to have, you know, a little, it's your, it's your money. I mean, you paid for this. So the, the, the Arizona State Legislature, you know, they did the budget. And I, I've gone over these numbers so many times how they have grown the budget every year since like, what was that, back in 2014 or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been like 10 years of the, the state budget, the revenues growing extremely from $9 billion to $18 billion. Mm-hmm. So I've always said that, hey, wait, you get this extra money, give it back. I know. You're I collecting agree. too much. And you've doubled the budget in 10 years. Yeah. Give it back. Clearly, so they're having too much money. Way too much money. So they're actually able to give some back, which is good. It's, a, it's like $250 million. So mm-hmm. out of $18 million budget, billion. you get $250. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. $18 billion. It gets so confusing. Yeah. $18 billion budget, you get to get a little bit of that back. Not quite as much as, well, no. I mean, it's a small check to Ukraine. I mean, I know it's different <laughs> things, state versus federal, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get 250 million, Ukraine gets 113 <laughs> billion. billion. Uh, the shipping container people at the Ducey failed border wall get 180 million. Mm-hmm. At least you get more than that, right? Yeah. Imagine if we hadn't done that stupid thing yeah, at the right? buckle and you would have gotten even, you know, maybe people yeah. would get a $500 check back per dependent. And maybe, you, should, you know, maybe they should have included people who don't have dependents. They're paying taxes too. Exactly. You know, that's so, why I was asking. Yeah. They're paying too. If we don't waste as much money, you could all, you know, that's how they should do it every year. It's like, okay, last year's budget was, let's just go back a few years. Let's go back like three or four years when the budget was, it was like two years ago, $14 billion. As soon as they started kicking around, oh, we got $18 billion, they should have said, that's too much. Let's put a billion into the rainy day fund, which they did. And we got to send back $3 billion. Yeah, you guys overpaid, exactly. man. Yeah. We're sorry. We took too much money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's been mm-hmm. plus years. And then revise it for the next year. Yeah, exactly. And then change the tax rates, yeah. push the tax rates down. I don't think this will be long last though. lasted though, because I've already heard that they're having projecting shortfalls coming up because the revenues are down. I right. talked about and that a week or two. And you were talking about the ADOT needs a lot more money to fix all the roads oh, and pff, bridges and that's stuff. They were, pre- uh, that's from last week, 50 they needed 50 or 60 billion and they had like 20, it was, yeah. it was a big shortfall right. by like 2050. Yeah. They're looking at, they're like, we're short all this money mm-hmm. uh, to, to fix the roads. So anyway, good news. You might get some money back um, and we'll take, take what we can. Uh, the deadline, the ballot deadline for mailing your ballots in the city of Flagstaff. I don't know if there's any other special elections going on, but if there is, they're saying that you have to mail it or you're advised to mail your ballots by tomorrow, Halloween, October 31st. Because the election is the week, a week from Tuesday. A week from Tuesday, Tuesday a week from week tomorrow. From Halloween. Okay. And there's no polling places for these special mail-in only elections. Um, so you got to make sure you get that in. I still have my, I still have my yeah, two I ballots. Mine out either. Yeah, I've got to still destroy or shred my my spare ballot that i got from the coconino well, county elections until department you filled out the first one because in case, case i make you a mistake up, you have a second one well which one is the correct ballot i don't even know you know so anyway um if you if you're holding on to that you better get it in the mail today or tomorrow uh, i guess today's getting a little little late um and get that in i don't it takes well you know the mail goes down to phoenix now yeah I remember it, it used to, yeah, years. for several years. Yeah. It used to yeah, get yeah. sorted up here, but now they ship it all down to you Phoenix. I think they'd have enough here to sort it here. I don't get it. Yeah, you'd think there'd be enough to do 
uh, you know, Flagstaff used to do the sorting, I guess. I don't know if Prescott has their own or if they send it all. So they just all send it down to one central place, mm. you know, down there in Phoenix. To, so I guess it takes some time to get in, and especially if you've got to mail two ballots. Like I do. <laughs> talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. Um, if you just joined us, I will have Rob Wilson in hour two of the program. I'm looking forward to hearing from him, uh, get you some good Second Amendment updates. And later in the week, we're going to have an interview with Rob and uh, John Thorpe from the Goldwater Institute uh, over this lawsuit or potential lawsuit, legal wranglings, let's call it, with the city of Flagstaff because they're trying to um, what, what Rob is calling a violation of his First Amendment rights, um, they won't allow him to advertise at the Flagstaff Airport anymore. So we're going to get all the details on that. All right, it is, uh, it is Monday. So at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, great special going on right now. You got the, um, um, the hot links. Uh, don't forget tomorrow for lunch, you can go on in there. They have the special all day on Taco Tuesday. Great for Halloween. Go and get some yeah, tacos. Yeah, Good food. Um, and Wednesday, you got Wing Wednesday happening at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Voted best sports bar in Flagstaff many years in a row. Is it tonight that the Game 3 of the World Series is? Oh, I don't know. Have you been following that? No. I haven't been following that. I haven't followed it. Sorry, not huge on following baseball. But uh, Yeah, I did it a lot of years growing up. <laughs> yeah, she was in I a don't. baseball family. <laughs> she had... Um, um, baseball coach for her dad, yeah, brother who made it to triple A, uh, uncle who was in the majors for many years, yeah, like so 10 years. She got dragged all over the place <laughs> on baseball ventures. So, anyway, um, sportsmen, yeah, I just don't pay attention yeah, as much sportsmen, anymore. If you're watching, I should, though. You should. at least now, yeah, right, since the Diamondbacks yeah, are in there, yeah. Anyway, sportsman's bar and grill, great food there, great specials. Um, something always on their four dollar menu. Go check it out just north of downtown Flagstaff, right there in the Bashes shop. Center. Hang tight. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. If you get a rock ship in your windshield, always call Diamond Auto Glass first. Here's why most insurance companies use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try and route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. Um, When you get a rock ship in your windshield, stop by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible because repairing that chip will stop it from spreading and save you from a costly windshield replacement. Uh, and if you've gotten windshield replacement with Diamond Auto Glass before, lifetime chip repair warranty, no appointment necessary. Stop on by. It takes 10 to 15 minutes. I know I've done it plenty of times. Always call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Governor Grissom Newsom. I can't stop watching that video. It's it's funnier every time I see it, I think. Dude goes to China. I don't know why he goes to China. Yeah, why this why? is this why, is like Newsom? Yeah, this is like the thing governors have to do. They have they travel a lot like this. What was it? Katie Hobbs here in Arizona went to Taiwan, yeah, a couple Taiwan. other places. I hope she talked to them about 
trying to do the packaging for the microchips she probably here didn't. in Arizona. Probably not. But yeah, Newsom's in China with some, there's some kids. They look like he totally fouls that kid. Fouled some poor Chinese kid. Hopefully they're okay, it's though. bad enough they're all wearing wearing communist red. <laughs> Four kids. He's like they're like eight or ten. And well, Newsom maybe he tackles be this to kid. Play basketball in his dress shoes because five hundred dollar dress shoes, probably thousand dollar dress shoes. He just looks like a goober. He wants to be president. Well, of course, he, he probably does. will be. Someday. Yeah, yeah. That's fun so, video. It's funny to watch. <laughs> All right, it's on, so it's on replay. We've seen on, it about yeah. fifty times. We I gotta think. stop watching. It. Stop watching. It. Okay, so look, here's here's the deal with with the cars. Make the cars people want, not the cars that the politicians want the people to want. That's what they want. It's like we really want you to want this car, or we're, we're or maybe it's not even that. We want to force you. You have to, to want like this. this car. Car. You have to like this car. Yeah. And the bottom fell out. Just like it was kind of predictable this was going to happen. The well, we all bottom said, fell out. you know, when the market is ready for it, it's it will happen. happen. Yeah. And if you do it too fast, too soon and force it, well, it's not, it's not work. time yet. Government can't force this stuff. Um, so, yeah, they want them to want these cars so bad. And you drive around. Look, you, if you're in Flagstaff and listening, you're probably jaded a bit because Flagstaff has a lot of Teslas. Owen counts the Teslas. Yeah, he looks for them every day. It's like when we were kids, we used to play a game called Herbie. I don't know if you remember that, but it was is the the VW Beetle. Yeah, we the called old it ones. Slug Bug. You called Slug Bug. We called it Herbie because there was like a there was a movie or something. Yeah, Herbie was, right? was a movie. Herbie yeah. was a movie, right? Yeah. And so every time you drove by Herbie or Slug Bug or something, yeah. and I don't know, probably wound up in a punch in the arm or something too. Yeah, the punch in the arm. Was it the punch in the arm? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, re- I'm remembering this right. Now it's like Owen plays Tesla. There's Tesla, Tesla. But yeah. you see him in Flagstaff. You see him in Scottsdale. But you get out of those areas, you don't see him. No. And yeah. even in Flagstaff, I'm driving around. I'm like, okay, ninety eight and a half percent of these cars are regular cars that people are driving still. They're just not by, it just the, more than that. Probably 99.9%. Yeah. People just don't want them. They don't want to deal with the hassle. It's got, it's got kind of a bad rap now as far as batteries, as far as how complicated is it when I got to just get up and go versus, you know, I guess pull into a gas yeah. station real quick. It just, it's not taking, uh, taking hold. And I think it's going to be, so, so the, the U S well, all manufacturers, but the U S manufacturers, especially Ford and general motors have been pursuing these EVs, uh, quarter after quarter. And you know, in, in the, in the big corporate world, everything that matters is the quarterly reports, right? It's all these people care about really. They have been losing billions, billions with a B every quarter. Uh, Ford, uh, noted, this is Fox business. Ford noted in its earnings report released last week that the, it's EV unit posted a quarterly loss before interest and taxes of $1.33 billion. One quarter that is three months, correct? Yes. <laughs> three months, they lost $1.33 billion. An acceleration after a loss of $1.08 billion in the prior quarter. It added that it's cutting production of its Mustang Mach-E while scaling back about $12 billion in planned investments in the EV segment, including delaying its second battery plant in Kentucky. Uh, so that's Ford, losing billions and billions. And if you would... They're still making money on their gas. Their gas divisions are doing quite well. Well, they have they, to be or they else have they couldn't afford to lose billions. Yeah, or the government will bail them out. You know, Biden will come in, say, oh, we've got to 
we've got to pump money into these mm-hmm. because EV is the way to go because, you know, the earth's about to be destroyed. So the other one, General Motors saw its quarterly profit reduced by $1.5 billion, $1.5 billion because of higher costs and the impacts of selling more EVs. Usually when you sell more of something, it's like, oh, we're actually going to make more money mm-hmm. and do better. Um, and and it, it's, yeah, so losing billions, losing billions, not every year, every quarter. I mean, they're on track. If yeah, you annualize crazy. that, you're losing four or five billion dollars, six billion dollars a year. A year. <sighs> Unbelievable. So, what happens in California or the other states that have mandated, you know, there were by 2035 or whatever, we won't sell any more gas-powered engines. Yeah, it must be all EV. What happens what if happens? there's not yeah. enough? You will get a. The politicians will come in and say, "Yeah, we're going to delay this to 2040." 2045, they'll just keep delaying it because yeah. what are they going to do? They don't make car- There's not yeah, California what if, what if motors. Just don't make enough. Yeah, there's, they're not going to like come in and say, oh, we've got the government's now going to make these cars. That's not going to happen. They, they have to rely on the private sector to manufacture these. So they're going to push it back and they're going to keep pushing it back. I can't wait to see what happens with the small engines, too. You know, yeah, all, the, all the, the things. The smaller. Yeah, people like and people like, like Gavin Newsom who is a horrible politician, a horrible basketball player, <laughs> wearing those shoes playing basketball. Come on, give me a break. Um, people like him don't know what it takes to trim the hedges in front of his mansion, wherever the heck he lives. I don't know, does the governor of California have a mansion? Probably. 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 He doesn't know what it's like to, you, you all seen the piles of leaves and pine needles out there, to blow those, you know, and to, to, to have the small equipment you need. Mm-hmm. So I guess when the hedges are just like overgrowing, and the leaves are piled up and all that, and some EV cars burning down and causing the leaf piles to go up and incinerate. He'll probably maybe th- those politicians will be like, "Oh, maybe there's a problem." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. well, why haven't you done that yet? Well, we don't have any. Well, they might not let him see that. That, that could be. I mean, sometimes it starts. Getting, a lot of times, that type of thing gets hidden and shielded. Gets hot, hard to hide it sometimes, right? Maybe you know? at some point. Yeah. Yes. All right. How'd you all fare with the cold weather? Did it? Uh, Zap your plants. I had covered, we still had a couple hundred tomatoes growing. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it didn't get zapped. Yeah, they're covered up. <laughs> they're covered up. Um, it got pretty dang cold. Um, look, you might want to write down this number. If you flicked on your heater and nothing came out except for more cold air, it's probably time to call Gettles High Desert Mechanical. Here's the number, 928-567-2200. 928-567-2200. Look, you're in the Prescott area. You're in the Verde Valley. Uh, you're in Flagstaff, anywhere in northern and central Arizona. Gettles High Desert Mechanical can get your heater running. Uh, they can fix your existing one, get you a new one if you at that point retrofit custom design. Call Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 928-567-2200. Uh, look them up online, too. See, there are many great reviews. Gettles is spelled G-O-E-T-T-L-S, G-O-E-T-T-A-L-S. Uh, GettlesHDM.com. That's G-O-E-T-T-L-S-H-D-M.com. GettlesHDM.com. Hang tight. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that.
You're listening to The Jeff Orovitz Show. Gutter Helmet's been with me for three years now advertising, and look, it's we're, time is running out on this great special they've got. Uh, my listeners, you, you all get 35% off if you mention the show. This great system that protects your gutters from getting all jammed up with the pine needles and leaves. Over 40 years of experience, you've got the best manufacturer's lifetime transferable warranty on performance and materials. So check it out. Call Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona right now. Uh, have Carl come on in and, and you know measure out your roof and all that and get you this great system so that way you're not going up on a ladder anymore to clean your gutters. 928-318-6555. 928-318-6555. Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona. You can text her or call right now. 928-318-6555. Or go to gutterhelmetsnaz.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. Mike Pence is out. He gone. I don't think he'll be missed. No, I don't think so. He, uh, Trump came out and said it. He, so Mike Pence dropped out of the <clears throat> presidential race, which is just, I, I don't know. I guess if all of these people dropped out, maybe there would be a challenger for, to Trump, but I still don't think so. I still don't think anyone will get yeah, uh, those, even those close. numbers yeah. even close. I mean, uh, everybody's pushing Nikki Haley right now. Mm-hmm. And then the only other one that's viable as far as the numbers would be DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to have, what's his name, uh, Chris Christie stay in there. Because he, what else does he have to do? This guy hasn't done anything. What, what did he do before he was governor? And he's probably in the legislature. Or was he? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Delivered pizzas, maybe, which is fine. <laughs> it's, it's all good. And then he became governor. Um, so, yeah, Pence is out. I don't think he's going to come out endorsing Trump anytime soon, even though Trump asked for it. They didn't have a very good uh, relationship there. There is another guy in what's I, I you have to look up the challenger to um, Biden. I'm in oh. trouble thinking today. Um, a Democrat challenger, a congressman oh. jumped in the race this weekend or on Friday. Mm. He announced that he's race. He's he's in it. So that's interesting because now all of a sudden it's and obviously you had Kennedy at first, but then Kennedy um, went into RFK Jr became an independent, so that's not there. But now you actually have an actual congressman who's challenging His name is Biden. Dean Phillips from Minnesota. Dean Phillips from Minnesota is challenging Biden. So mm-hmm. probably won't go anywhere, but it's nice to see a challenger Yeah, against, uh, <laughs> against Biden there. Um, I don't know if this is affecting people in Arizona, but it is definitely New York and other places. CVS and Walgreens employees have started a big walkout hear about this couple thousand employees uh, protesting working conditions. They're saying that it's become like this. They're saying they're so grossly understaffed in so many places. And then people are coming in, you know, you could do all those tests With the there. Shoplifting? No. Well, I don't know if that's a factor, but one of the big factors is the employees are having to do more and more with less and less staff. That's one of the complaints. And they're also uh, administering all the vaccines and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they don't have, they're saying they don't have the staff. And it's just like the working conditions are, are, are pretty rough. That's what they claim. Here's the important thing. And I don't know if it's affecting Arizona yet, like I said, uh, but they're worried in a lot of these places it's going to be hard to fill prescriptions. So if yeah. you need a prescription. Well, CBS likes to not hand out prescriptions when they feel like it. 
Oh anyway, yeah, yeah. So we had that I mean, I'll never go there again if yeah. I can help it. Angela doesn't like CVS. Well, they wouldn't give me a prescription. They just yeah. flat out refused to do it. Angela had COVID, and they were like, "Yeah, we won't fill that one because they they said I, not for that reason. Not for that reason." Angela tried to get a prescription. I went in there, and they said no to us, uh, even though we had a doctor's note prescription. Mm-hmm. You can only get it that way, right? And they mm-hmm. they, they turned us down. Yeah, so they said no. Yeah, unless I'm like. I don't know. I've got like malaria somewhere and the only place to go is CVS. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only time. Actually, the one that I went to and they filled and they were very nice. They awesome pharmacy there. They did a great job for us uh, was Safeway. Mm -hmm. Safeway's like, oh yeah, no problem. And it's nice as can be. Yeah. Nice as can be. So yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. So I don't go there. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Bombs away. Uh, Headline from U.S. Sun. The U.S. is building new nuclear gravity bomb. That sounds good. Twenty-four. What is that? It's twenty-four times more powerful than the Hiroshima nuke to take on the threat of Russia and China. So we've got a big new bomb. I don't see how anything could be worse than that thing they dropped on Japan. Oh, they're much bigger. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, yeah. I know yeah. it could be worse, but yeah. isn't well, that the, bad enough? <laughs> the difference is, you know, at least a couple miles away, you may survive versus mm-hmm. these things. You know, it's just like you'd rather be in the. Well, you'd probably even a couple miles away want to be in the epicenter because the amount of radiation sickness and stuff that happened. What I found interesting about this, and I was listening to another podcast on the financial side of things over the weekend. Was it just the weekend? Seems like a long way off. Um, 12% of our uranium comes from Russia. Now, that's not huge. It couldn't, it's not like we couldn't replace. And that's for like your, your um, uh, electric power plant, like Palo, Palo Verde, mm-hmm. places like that. 12%, and I don't know if the numbers have been updated. That was straight from the uh, department of, um, uh, the, whichever department I, I looked up on the, the Fed side. I'm sorry, I forget which one it was, but 12%. But I had heard that the numbers haven't kicked in yet, that the imports coming from Russia have actually like doubled in the past year. As far as what we're taking in, as far hmm. as uranium, yeah. we're taking in more than we ever have from Russia, which I find interesting because Russia's, our enemy, right? Why would they give it to us? They're selling it. They're, they're making money, you know? So, so it's like, wait a second, we're sending, it's a, it's just such a weird, weird, screwy world. We're, we're sending 113 billion so far to Ukraine. We're sending arms, missile systems, you, you name it. We're involved. This can be involved there against Russia. And then this article says, you know, us building new nuclear gravity bomb, 25 more times powerful than Hiroshima nuke to take on the threat of Russia and China. But at the same time where we've increased our imports of uranium dramatically mm. um, from Russia. I mean, it's just weird because you wouldn't think like if we were at war, like World War Two, you know, it's like, could you imagine? OK, we're fighting the Japanese. Now we're not at direct war declared war with with russia yeah, but, but russia why why wouldn't they just say, i'm not giving i'm not selling they're you just uranium. making the money they're just yeah they're just taking the money in i guess but could you imagine world war ii it's like yes japan we are at war with you but can we can we Will get those can we get those tire because <laughs> yeah. the, the problem we were having was getting uh rubber for right. tires because most of that was south uh southeast asia which mm-hmm. uh, the japanese controlled a large part of yeah hey can we have a pause here so I, I know just just really screwed up world if you think about it that way. So, yeah, twenty four times that's some scary stuff. Nobody talks about it really. You know, if I see one more freaking headline of that 
girl singer at the football game. What's her name? Shania oh. Twain? No. No. Um, to, uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Is Shania Twain around? Is she a thing? She's around still. She's still? Okay, Taylor Swift. Every time I look at, at news feeds, it's, it's her over and over again. She's I guess really the NFL, popular. I guess, I guess. And then that guy, also the headline. It's sad. The guy, all I see everywhere is the guy from Friends that oh, died. Oh, yeah. And that's Matthew sad Perry. and stuff, but yeah. I mean, he had extreme addiction, addiction problems. problems. And I don't know if that was it, though, but. I don't know either. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wouldn't I want, I want to speculate. But yeah. we do get a little bit excited about the stars mm-hmm. when there's all these other things going on. And you're like, okay, U.S. 24 times more powerful i guess we want to have the biggest and most powerful but i assume russia was going to build one they're going to be like we got a bomb that's 26 more times <laughs> powerful than the hiroshima bomb all right love to hear from you talk with jeff at icloud.com let's talk with jeff at icloud.com uh, a couple headlines here that i found interesting men are taking over women's brazilian jiu-jitsu this is from zero hedge it is bad the, the trans thing yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, du- the, the dudes that now? say they're a okay. woman. And most of the people taking the podium, first, second, third, are all now dudes pretending to be women. Which is exactly what me and a lot of others have been saying is going to happen, happen eventually. And all the way, no, so many people are, well, then they're just better than me. And like, they're all okay no. with it. No, no. well, no. what's happening now is a lot of women are not participating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but a lot of it has to do with um, the inertia and the body mass. And you, you get these neck holds and choke holds and stuff yeah. like that. And these men who are pretending to be women are getting interviewed after and saying, yeah, I, I held back, even though they won because, you know, it's just... Because they're vastly superior. They're vastly superior in strength. I mean, and the women are coming out with... Now it's not just like... And the article is pointing out zero hedge. It's not just like running and, you know, you're, you're jogging and okay, you lose to a dude. You don't get strangled. Right. Generally speaking, I think Mm -hmm. you don't get a rib broken or something from some kind of hold, Mm -hmm. right? You don't get an arm broken or whatever, unless you fall. Right. Mm -hmm. So there, a lot of women just aren't even competing at this point. And you get killed doing that. Exactly. There's just, and then you look at the, you look at the, um, the podium, (sighs) How oh, sorry, say this other, man, these, these people look hideous. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you're like, yeah, that's a dude. They, I don't that know is a dude. do the trans, um, you know, category. Just start just doing do that. that. Yeah, I just, mean, it, that, yeah, it just that seems would like be... the only fair way to do it. And like, in that way, maybe everyone could be satisfied Happy? with that. Yeah. I mean, if, okay, you're obviously not good enough to compete with men. Right. Well, though, well, now I guess there are a lot of men in it. Because they are competing, yeah, right? With um, other men. But I'm yeah. talking about the straight up men's category. You're obviously not good enough. You got out of that. And then these people, six months later, they're like champions. World, I'm a yeah. world champion now. Yeah. Where they were, they were nothing. They were losers. Yeah. In in their, you know, true category. Right. Well, I guess they don't want to call themselves, like, be in, the, in a trans category because they truly believe that they're now a woman. Too bad. Yeah. Too bad. I don't care. So I was Too listening bad. to a podcast, a day or two ago of a, a, a woman who became a man mm. and then went back. So detransitioned. Wow. So she had the double mastectomy, like. had the hysterectomy, did it all. Didn't help, you know, yeah. took the testosterone. Yeah. Didn't fix the problems, you know. Mm-hmm. So eventually she went back, like she had reconstructive Whew. surgery and, and all that. Anyway, during the time that she was, a man, so mm. to you know, quote unquote, man. Mm. 
she was in a relationship with a guy that was going as a girl. Wow. So the whole thing is weird. But anyway, so she was on testosterone. He was on estrogen. And she says, even with like them both kind of counteracting their natural hormones, he was still like way stronger than her, even though she was on the oh, testosterone and he being, was like, he was suppressing it and yeah, she was and, trying to juice and it And he up. was still way stronger than her. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's and weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I know some people would be like, Oh no, it's, yeah. that's just my true. What is it? My, my true, my, self or whatever my true yeah. self or my you know the world as i see it what, what's there's a phrase know. you know where that they there's a couple of them themselves. i think yeah. yeah but yeah weird stuff anyway yeah. yep can't compete anymore if you're, if you're it sucks and you know, we have two daughters and it's like yeah i know you know it's it's it's, it's like they work hard. well they aren't heavy into sports never were but you got well, a lot of families played, that, isabel played volleyball in high school yeah. junior high and high school and it's like i mean if there would have been guys there oh, the team off. and yeah. taking up spots for the i would have been upset about that at the time i mean there wasn't yeah. at the time but hey i wouldn't be surprised if there is now okay let's compromise then i'll go with what angela said let's create the you know i can't tell you i don't want to tell you how to live your life if you're if you're a dude and you're going to be a girl all of a sudden well i mean we're probably you know i, I don't know maybe you're a fine person I'm, I'm sure you are but it's not my lifestyle i don't want it to be my lifestyle and that, that's fine right i'm allowed to have that opinion i think in mm -hmm. this world you you'd think that would be acceptable um i don't particularly see myself going to the or watching on tv the trans competition but if that's your thing that's your thing but <laughs> let's okay if the compromise we can finally get these dudes out of women's sports is they have we have a third category okay I, I don't know what well, else to do what here at this along point with the bathroom yeah. and the locker room situation too, <laughs> yeah. is that I'm sorry, but we just need to have a third one or maybe a fourth one. It's just and, ridiculous that you know, we even have just, to go to this point though. Yeah, you I know, know it is. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Save a little bit of money here with zero res of Northern Arizona.com. Uh, enter in the promo code fall 15, all capital. F-A-L-L, -L 15, fall 15. When you go to Zero Res Northern Arizona, save 15 bucks off any of their great services, including three rooms of carpet clean for 138 bucks. Boom, 15 bucks off that. That's a good deal right there. Uh, you've also got deep cleaning of tile and grout. Angela likes that one because she's literally done it with the, uh, the toothbrush. 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 By the way, Owen, when we were out camping this weekend, he's like, two-sided toothbrush. I can do this half the time. You know, toothbrush oh. on both sides. I was like, maybe the kid's got something there. Maybe it's already out there. Anyway, deep clean tile and grout starting at $69 a room. Call ZeroResNorthernArizona.com right now. Get all the details and schedule an appointment. 928-378-8888. 928-378-8888. That's ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. 928-378-8888. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that 
This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. I've owned physical gold and silver for many years, and it's something you may want to look into. Um, Desert Gold Exchange has provided gold and silver, physical gold and silver at a great price. They keep their overhead low. They pass the savings on to you. Give them a call. Put them to the test. I think you're going to find the best prices out there for gold and silver. 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. I look at it as like an insurance policy. I'm really concerned, obviously, with the, as I know the folks at Desert Gold Exchange are, the national debt, the $2 trillion deficit. Uh, So this may be something worth looking into. Give them a call, Desert Gold Exchange, 888-852-4343. Talk to your financial planner, of course, tax consultants, all of that before making any investment decisions, including in physical gold and silver. Uh, Desert Gold Exchange, mention the Jeff Orbit Show, get a free investor's kit with more information, 888-852-4343. to try to get Owen back in here. We did do some duck hunting on Friday. That's why I took that off and did a replay on the hospital issue, Prop 480. okay. Yeah. We did have some success. It was so foggy, though. Yeah, you sent me a picture. I couldn't believe how foggy it was because it it wasn't in in town foggy at all. And uh, we did get one, but it was... It was tough. Um, the goose fleets were grounded, apparently. Didn't even hear one, <laughs> see one. So they couldn't we'll see. try again. It was good, though. So what do you got there? Yeah, I was just saying, speaking of competitions, there's the Pan American Games going on right now in Chile. Never heard of them. The Pan American Games. Okay. It's like the Americas yeah. competing. Anyway, okay. it, this leads up to the <laughs> the next Olympics and stuff. And yeah. they use these as qualifying and all that. So... The 20-kilometer race walk, which I guess is like a really fast walk. Like speed walk. walking? Yeah. Oh, man. Do they have the weights on their arms? Like, And they're doing the big no. high step? Okay. No. Anyway, um, this one lady from Peru won it, and she got a time of one hour, 12 minutes, and 26 seconds, which like blew away the record of 123.49. So she won it by like yeah. 11 minutes okay. over the record. And then they got the medals and all that stuff. And then they discovered that the track was measured incorrectly. It's not her fault. So it's like 1.86 miles shorter. Well, that's that's their problem for measuring it wrong, not hers. Well, yeah. So now the blame game's going on on who measured this and who hired that guy to do it. She got stripped of the medal? I think they're letting them keep the medals, but they're not letting them keep the times. Okay, I can see you didn't actually get the record because we measured it wrong. Yeah, but the problem, though, is that then they don't get that time as a qualifier to get into the Paris Olympics, mm. which that I get that too, up? because it is too short, but I don't know why they don't redo it. Yeah. Just redo it. I just don't even know how that's a thing. I mean, is, do you have like a limiter on you so you can only speed walk so fast? When does it no, turn I into think running? As long as you, your foot's not coming off the ground in a run. <laughs> oh God, can you imagine watching this? That's too bad for them, though. No, that is too bad. But this is an Olympic thing. I've never seen the. It's speed- the Pan American Games. But, but is it's it like, going to be an Olympics? Oh, it probably is. Yeah. Speed walking, huh? All right, race Rob, walk. Race walk. <laughs> Rob Wilson's with me next hour. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so I hope you stick around. Uh, and send me an email comment as well. Always appreciate appreciate those. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Back in a few.
This portion of the show is brought to you by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome back. Hour two of the show. Welcome, Rob Wilson of Timberline Firearms and Training. How you doing, Rob? Happy to be here, Jeff. I was thinking of you this this past weekend. I should have answered that. The spam risk. How <laughs> unprofessional. I was thinking of you this past weekend because Owen and I have been out hunting. Right. And um, some success. That's good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Duck now. We okay. did geese earlier part opening day. Uh, the geese were grounded on Friday morning due to intense fog where we were. Okay. Never saw them. Wow. Do you have some kind of infrared scanning? <laughs> I heard them, but I couldn't see them through the fog. So uh, it was like, yeah. okay, we can't we can't take those shots, I guess. No, you should not. Yeah, but not, we be certain of your target. We did ha- beyond it. We did have some duck appear out of the and you know how quick duck are. Mm. And visibility was low and then all of a sudden pop right there. Boom, there they are, and then oh. they're gone. And then yeah, I tagged one. Owen is um he didn't get it off quick enough. Yeah. So he says we're going back out later this week, and we are not leaving until, until he gets a duck. So I may be gone might for a while. Bring some vittles. Yeah, I might. I might. You might next week. You'll be hearing Rob. Rob's going to be just doing the just show, hosting. Yeah, here. you, Mark, a couple other people, and just like yeah. just we're staying out here until until we Owen get gets it. his shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he'll get it. He'll get it. Oh I've, yeah, he got a lot of doves. So. Anyway, we got a lot to cover, and as always, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I've actually got a couple of firearms-related issues I want to hit on first, Rob. Uh, you put in your notes that you shared with me earlier. I don't know if this is a question mark or a period as in a statement. Ammo shortages coming again soon. Is that a, a more of a statement of fact or a question mark at this point? Well, you know, back during the uh, the summers of violence that we experienced kind of during the COVID period. Where no, those peaceful marches where they were burning down and expressing their true inner self. Jeff, they were mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful marches. I remember that, yeah. Um, what we saw was a lot of panic buying of, of both firearms and ammunition and severe shortages of both as a result of, of that. Um, the, the All the stock supplies were cleaned out. Some stores... We actually got down to the point where we had four firearms for sale in our store at one point. Oh, man. Just four. Yeah. Um, that looks ugly when you show up and you're like, that's all you got, four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and gosh, what? anyway. Yeah. Um, what we're seeing right now uh, on the wholesale level, for me, I was going through, uh, I went to seven different wholesalers yesterday, could not find any 5.56 ammunition available for sale. Mm. Mm. Everybody is buying it up, and I, I think what's happened is there's a lot of people that are looking at how um, the events that occurred over in Israel were so unpredicted that no one knew that was coming, and just out of the blue, a whole bunch of innocent you know, civilian citizens in their homes, minding their own business, all of a sudden became victims of this terrible event. Yep. And they're recognizing more and more um, one of the things that we we preach to all of our customers, and that is, you have to be your own first responder. The uh, yeah. the responsibility lies on you, both respect to your your personal protection and your your first aid. You know, you have to be able to to take care of things initially on your own because our traditional first responders, the the law enforcement, firefighters, EMTs, are going to take some time to get to you, or maybe not be able to get to you at all. Well, we saw, remember, the, the um, shooting that happened in Texas at the school Yep. Um, last year, right, or earlier this year, and it was, 
law enforcement was actually outside in that case and there was people, they didn't go in. Right. In that case. Now you can also say, okay, a lot of people listening right now are in rural areas where it's like eight minutes just to get to the paved road. Yeah. Right. So you have those scenarios and then it's another 15 to get to the nearest, I don't know, police station or substation or whatever, or someone who's on patrol. I, I mean, you have to, a good sheriff and we've talked to some of them will tell you, you are the first responder. They're the ones that you, you're going to have oh, to be absolutely. able to protect yourself. And, and I'm sure if you talk to Sheriff Driscoll today, he would tell you. Oh, yeah. And the, he was the, one of the, the good ones. I'm mentioning. Yeah. The, the reality is here in Coconino County, response times from his sheriff's deputies can be measured sometimes in a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour time frame. Yeah. Um, this is a huge county, and there's a limited number of officers available. Um, if, if one of them is called away from their normal patrol area to support another one, there's a huge gap. Um, and you know, we have a lot of customers from up on the Navajo reservation, the, uh, the Navajo nation response times, um, they jokingly refer to as measured in days sometimes. Oh, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's really, really scary. So gotta be anyway, to, yeah, yeah, what we're seeing is more and more people are starting to buy up firearms, starting to buy up ammunition because they recognize they need to, to step up their game a little bit here. So as I was cruising around this morning, I was listening to somebody else it may have been Glenn Beck and he had somebody on mm-hmm. and you know, there's been so many threats to Jews in America right. uh, over the past few weeks. And you saw it over the weekend was just yesterday, the Russia in um, the, at the airport, at the airport, yeah. I guess Jews were flying in. Were they from Israel? I'm not in, sure where they I don't were know where, from, but they were landed. Was it yeah. in Moscow? No, it was somewhere uh, in Russia, Southern Russia. Okay. And anyway, people stormed the airport the, and the out airport. onto the tarmac looking for this plane full of. So what I'm hearing, and I don't have any data to back this up as of yet, I don't know if we'll ever see it, but what I'm hearing is that um, Jews are buying up firearms as well. And mm-hmm. I would presume here in the U.S., ammunition as well, because all of a sudden there a lot of people are like, maybe I'm not safe. Right. Maybe I need to protect myself. Exactly. Um, and and I, I don't think it's any particular, I, certainly the, the persecution Jews have experienced throughout the existence of Jews yeah. in the world yeah. um, makes them especially sensitive to this particular subject uh but i think everybody across the board is recognizing that no yeah i, I would agree with that 100 percent. but I'm, I'm just this one particular with what just recently happened and i'm seeing that, that people are arming up who mm-hmm. maybe weren't just just a few weeks ago so you think is right. that the ammunition shortage reason as well or is there a manufacturing supply chain side of this as, as well well there's some of both of that going on the federal government apparently the federal government runs some of the largest ammunition manufacturing facilities in the country yeah. they own them yeah lake city in, in florida is one of the largest ammunition manufacturing plants in the country it's government it's, owned it's owned by the government and contracted out for the operation of it hmm. Um, and normally they pump out tons of five, five, six, and two, two, three ammo. All of that has now been redirected. Let me guess Ukraine. Uh, well to the government now where okay. it goes from there, we don't know. Yeah. Um, none of it is being released to, you know, the civilian market. So we're going to see ammunition prices going up. We're going to see it being more difficult to get. Um, I know I've placed as many orders as I can for as much as I can right now to, to kind of help, but. Well, Rob, I, I go and shop out at Timberline all the time, and mm-hmm. that gun um, that Owen was shooting was, was from you guys. Yeah, right. Uh, a, a real nice 20, 20 Real nice 20 gauge. And I will text Rob once in a while. I'm like, do you have any of this or that? I was looking for, th- for my gun, a 3-inch 12-gauge uh, 
uh, birdshot, mm-hmm. uh, that steel. Right. Right. And it's, it's been hard to find. It is. Um, and they've, you go around 20 gauge, 12 gauge is a little easier. 20 gauge is surprisingly hard. 410, which Owen has one of those smaller. Uh, Even harder. Gun. Yeah. It's like gone. And so I tried to shop just by you, but I start calling around everyone, Rob. Sure. Everyone in town. You have to. Everyone in the Verde Valley. Yep. And nope. No, nope. Nope. No, it was it was hard. It's to, not just me. No, it's not just you. It's it's it, and every once in a while you'll see at some places they'll get like somebody gets a big supply in. Yeah, and it's like swarm. Yep, and it, maybe they'll put limits of two or four boxes because of all of a sudden there's oh there's nine millimeter again. Well, and it, it's a swarm. That's that's what was happening in the past. That we were, you know, you talk about the Great Depression and the rationing that was happening. Yeah, um, we actually just went through a period of time where ammunition was being rationed. They would limit you to, you know, no more than two boxes of any one particular kind, and other things too. Um, you go to the store and there was like you can only buy two of the the toilet paper. toilet paper. Remember yeah. that? Oh my gosh! You guys all remember the toilet paper thing? Uh, it seems like ancient history, but wow, just a few years ago. All right, I got some more questions for you, Rob. So right. um, let's get. To to that here in just a second and any comments you have i'd love to hear from you talk with jeff at icloud.com uh hey if i was selling a home in the flagstaff area i'd call kelly broadus with the broadest properties group brokered by exp uh that's what marcus and courtney did and sure enough they got one of the greatest prices that you could imagine out there cash buy or one of the greatest buyers i should say a cash buyer yeah cash my, buyer my brother-in-law just sold a house through Kelly. Through Kelly? And, and, yep. Good. Had, had a great experience and a super fast sale. Well, there you go. I'm done. Let me just give you the number. <laughs> but yeah, Marcus and Courtney did it and they were able to, you know, I think they were downsizing, get to a more manageable property. That's a big thing nowadays it too. Is. It's like I bought a McMansion and uh, hey, maybe I only need 2,000 square feet. Maybe I'm moving out of the area. Kelly puts a lot into all this marketing, um, photos, you know, she puts, she, she puts passion into it as well. And you hear that when she's on the show here, usually every two weeks, call Kelly brought us, she, she, see what she can do for you. Hard time with words today, Rob. 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602 or go to Northern Arizona, finehomes.com. Back to the, uh, and Rob Wilson is with me from Timberline Firearms and Training. Back to the possible ammo shortages, but Maybe this ties in. I'm not sure. Biden administration, some department. I'd blame it all on Biden because he's in charge of all those underlings. He's ultimately responsible, yeah. right? They supposedly are putting a ban on exports. And let me pull up this article here. Of course, it's gone now. A ban on exports of firearms for 90 days. So right. American gun manufacturers can't export to... Like, are these like somebody in France that wants a gun or a company or so, what, have you looked much into this? I, I haven't looked into this particularly. It just came out this morning. Yeah. Um, this new ruling uh, again, you know, it's not a law bureaucratic rules from yeah. some anonymous staff bureaucrat somewhere. Um, but I, I can tell you, I'm a, a class seven FFL, which means that I have a license that allows me to manufacture firearms if I chose to do so. And as a result, I could also export firearms under the terms oh, of you ITAR. Could. Okay. Not but, now. Not, but not now. Um, although I haven't received an email from the ATF saying stop. So, it, you know, you'd think since I'm one of the ones that could do it, they might want to let me know. Well, you probably should stop. I'm sure you're not doing this right because you'll wind up in some pit for two years. 
there you without go. a lawyer and yeah. you know, so, oh, did I say that out loud? US has stopped this is from The Guardian. US has stopped issuing export licenses for most civilian firearms and ammunition for ninety days for all non governmental users, the Commerce Department said on Friday, that was the department, citing national security and foreign policy interests. I don't get it. They, they, the article goes on, I read it earlier, that oh, they don't want fire, risk of firearms being diverted to entities or activities that promote regional instability, <laughs> violate human rights, or fuel criminal activities. Okay. So let's would, just. Would a country like the United States attacking targets in a country like Syria that belong to Iranian military? be one of those things that they're trying to avoid? I, I don't know. I mean, I could <laughs> see if you were exporting guns to um, the West Bank. Yeah, that would be bad. Okay. Right now, maybe. But if you're sending guns to France or Britain, you know, to some, you're, you're, let's say you're Smith well, & Wesson or you're- It did say non-governmental. So No, but I'm just saying like if yeah. maybe for personal use over there. Sure. These, how many guns, we've sent $113 billion to Ukraine- Mm-hmm. which I assume is equivalent in cash, but also materials, which I assume is a, many boxes of ammunition from those manufacturing plants you talked about. Oh, yeah. And guns. Oh, sure. Uh, the U.S. is the largest gun dealer. exporter in the world yeah. by a large, largest, large margin. And you call it firearms. Okay, they're, they're gun dealers. Yeah. I mean, they sell. By a, We're international gun merchants. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes, you, we are. you remember the story. You remember that Victor Bout guy from Russia? Yep. And now he's back there after the grinder exchange. Yeah. And you've probably seen that movie Lord of War with Mm -hmm. uh, Nicholson, uh, Jack, uh, not Jack Nicholson. um, eh, Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. More just gets forgotten every day. Um, And he was, you know, he was basically running guns for the U S (laughs) Yeah, and he was running for the terrorists too, but he was doing it for everybody. Working both sides. But yeah, the U S sends guns. So, okay. My point being all the crap we're sending to Ukraine, you're Mm -hmm. telling me that's not getting into the hands of what did they say? being diverted to entities or activities that promote regional instability. Regional Are you kidding me? Yeah. Where do you think all those firearms? I, I mean, how much ammunition and stuff we're sending to Ukraine? What about, you mentioned earlier before we came on air, what about all the crap we left in Afghanistan? We, we actually <laughs> saw some of uh, that showing up in the Hamas hands right after that first incursion. Yeah. Um, we saw people completely kitted out in all U.S. gear, including night vision, which is one of those things that's always been a, a huge strategic advantage for us is we can fight at night and most of our adversaries don't have the equipment to be able to do that because it's so expensive for the good boxes stuff. of it now, I guess. Yeah. Right? Um, so I, I don't get it. Too so little, I, too late again by the administration, you know, not only are, you know, they're restricting these exports. Well, what difference does that make when we just gave Iran, how many billion dollars do you think they really need to get them from us? Yeah. You don't think they can, you know, oh, send some food over to North Korea and get all yeah. the AKs they want. How much? I mean, North Korea is a big um, munitions manufacturer, guns yep. and all that. Russia's selling China. all that stuff. Um, h- how much of this do you think is maybe, obviously we just had, just last week, um, you had the main shooting. Right. And it, it ended like they usually end. They find a guy shot himself, right? Yeah. Um, how much of this though is a result of that perhaps? And is there an ulterior ulterior motive here to maybe make the gun manufacturers, the domestic ones go broke or shops like yours? Am I thinking too dark here, Rob? Is it like, Hey, we can, we can kind of bleed these guys out financially. I think that might be a bit of a stretch because it is early in the week. Well, yeah. Um, (laughs) 
you know, the whole event in Maine, there, there are so many lessons to be learned from that. Um, Usually you is. Know, we, we talked about first res- being your own first responder. Mm-hmm. How many people there? Hey, what, what if just one person in one of those venues had been armed and been able to at least deter that guy from continuing to do what he was doing? Yeah. Um, there, you know, the good guy with the gun theory, the, the anti-gun folks love to discount that. But the reality is in these mass shooting events, as soon as another gun is introduced by someone other than the shooter, changes it everything. ends. Yeah. It ends. It changes everything. All right. Comments always welcome. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Go ahead and get those in right now. Hey, if you want to save a little bit of money, uh, don't get a brand new smartphone. Stop on by my friend uh, Zach over there, Just Wireless, right there on Milton Avenue as I-17 comes into Flagstaff. You can get your phone repaired. Cracked screens, charging ports, and especially the, the big one. Which is the battery, all this stuff. (laughs) Last hour, Angela and I told you about the cars and how Ford and GM have lost a ton more money. And now they're talking about um, changing plans or whatever the wording was. Yep. Retooling. Retooling because maybe this ain't working. These batteries always go, and especially on your smartphones. Just Wireless can get you a new battery, extend the life of your smartphone. If you're time for a new phone or at least new to you, Just Wireless has a great line of refurbished phones. Like I said, stop on by and check them out online at justwirelessaz.com. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. I got a discount code here for your promo code, I should say, for zeroresnorthernarizona.com. Enter in promo code FALL, all capital, capital FALL15, FALL15, when you go to zeroresnorthernarizona.com. So you can get 15 bucks off carpet cleaning, for example. Three rooms for 138 minus 15 bucks. That's a great deal. Or deep cleaning of tile and grout. That's usually 69 bucks a room. Enter in promo code Fall 15 when you go to zeroresnorthernarizona.com. Uh, give them a call. You can also schedule an appointment that way, plus talk to them about any of their great products, including cleaning the fabrics on your, your couches, your vehicles, maybe even your RV. Here's the number, 928-378-8888, zeroresnorthernarizona.com, 928-378-8888. wonder why rob crime florida versus california there's no competition here but you have an article yeah it's it's interesting you know governor governor newsom seems to be uh trying to put himself in front of everything everywhere right now and you you kind of wonder we highlighted what, what him last he... hour do you want to see it <laughs> this is him in um oh, boy, in china yes, playing knocking yeah. down the kid he did try to grab the kid at least but a little aggressive there but no, sorry I think he's choking him maybe it's uh we also talked about brazilian jiu-jitsu last hour how most of the people winning in the women's brazilian jiu-jitsu angelo was in are um actually guys yeah yeah so, and that surprise who, no. who could have guessed great time we live in right okay but anyway 
See, it's a chokehold. Florida versus, you got to check out the video. It's just uh, our future president, maybe. Okay, yeah, but Florida versus California. Yeah, the, the, the rate of violent crime in these two states has varied significantly. Now, the rate overall in our nation has gone down over the last year or two, mm. which is good because during COVID, it started to climb back up, you know, those mostly peaceful protests and all that. Yeah, people um, being confined, things like that. Yep. It, it kind of blipped up and... and Traditionally, over the last couple of decades, violent crime rates have been dropping in this country, which is a great thing. Um, but in the state of California, that doesn't seem to be holding true. Their violent crime rate seems to be going up, yeah. while in a similar size state or um, closer is Florida, and their violent crime rate is going down. And, and so the, the article is exploring what are the differences between these two states that could cause this? Any thoughts out on, on that, Jeff, if you had to guess? Well, let me give you a couple. This is just spitballing. Probably the push by Florida and their politicians and, and folks in general that gun ownership is good and my house is armed and you are going to get blasted if you invade their uh, castle, uh, the doctrine, you know, where you can't yep. go in. It's called the castle doctrine. The castle right? doctrine. And yep. in California being basically the exact opposite of everything I I've just said. You know, that might have something to do with it. And, and, and <laughs> I think a lot more of it has to do with the folks that they've been electing in the state of California, True. primarily in um, the roles that are expected to prosecute criminals and keep them off the streets so that we're safe. The, the philosophies that they've applied there of there's too many people in jail, so we have to make sure we, we keep as many of them out as possible, yeah. minimize sentences, early releases. Um, a thousand only, bucks, you don't get... It's not a crime under a thousand bucks type thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, rather than enforce laws, we're finding an easy way not to have to enforce things and pretend that everything is somehow going to be okay, even though any sane, rational person would know this isn't going to work. The beauty of the state of California, other than the fact that it's naturally beauty, and then that's the only thing that they have right <laughs> Yeah, now. they got that. But, but one good thing about the state of California that I always look at is they test all these theories and prove they don't work. Yeah, they don't even test them like on a supercomputer or like no. in somebody's lab or bureau nope. bureaucracy, you know, cubicle. They just like, I got an idea and they just do it. They do it. And like then, you're the experiment. And you end up with tens of thousands of homeless people suffering yeah. on streets with nowhere to go and addicted to drugs and in terrible, filthy conditions and businesses closing and failing. Um, all of this as part of their experiments in social science. It's failing miserably. And their and their suggestion is we're just not doing enough of it. We need to do it more. Yeah, we didn't do it. We didn't do it good wow. enough. We didn't do good enough. It's, we didn't we didn't apply enough of this. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like when you have government handouts and socialism. It's just like, mm -hmm. well, they didn't do socialism or communism right. Yeah, they they because there's a right way. to Yeah, do Russia it. did it wrong. You know, there would have been a, our way is going to be better and it's going to yeah. have a better Trust a better us. outcome. Number two, I would say though is well back to what you said though is the politicians and yeah. the people in charge in Florida, for example, there's a hurricane or whatever, and the, there will be sheriffs that come out and say looters get shot by those homeowners. You yeah. know, they'll, they'll basically in California they'll basically say uh, just sit there and take it. Yeah, it's a totally different mindset. Yeah, you, you see the interviews with sheriffs after a police-involved shooting in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, not too long ago, one of them was interviewed, and um, the dep his deputies had returned fire and taken uh, the life of the of the person that had shot at them. And he said, I'll, and, and, and the, I, the beauty of it is they're completely blunt and clear. He said, anybody that shoots at one of my deputies just bought themselves a free ride to the morgue. Yep. 
I remember that. Pure and simple. Pure and simple. Don't Do, mince the words. Don't shoot at yep. my deputies you because go. you're going to die. Yep. You're going to go to the morgue, yep. that, which is what should happen. There's never circumstances that are justified for us to shoot at deputies. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, hey, I've owned physical gold and silver for many years, for decades, in fact. Uh, inflation's been a huge problem. Government uncertainty. Why don't you call Desert Gold Exchange, Arizona-based company? Justin and his family-run company keep the overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. They have some of the lowest commissions out there. Call them up. Talk to Justin. Talk to his team. I think especially if you've bought physical gold and silver before, uh, I think you're going to be really happy. 888-852-4343. 888-852-4343. Mention the Jeff Horvath Show. Get a free investor's kit. And please just do that anyway. I appreciate everyone who mentions that they heard the ads here on the show, Uh, 888-852-4343. More with Rob Wilson. Hang tight. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. Get more info at justwirelessaz.com. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Let me let me hit a local one here, Rob. Rob Wilson is here with us from Timberline Firearms and Training. I have um, I, I mentioned this last hour. Excuse me for one second. Let me reach here. I've got my two ballots from the, from the county. Yeah, let me turn in your mic. Um, you know, I've got two ballots in my name. I yeah, to, I remember I got a shred. that you got those. I guess I got a shred one still. I got a, They never contacted me. I mean, I didn't reach out to them, but... Is that right? After all the publicity on this, yeah, it's, no it's one okay. from our county recorder's office, the person that's responsible for ensuring free and fair elections, no. even took the time to touch base and find out why that might have occurred? Yeah, in fairness, I mean, I didn't reach out to them, but you'd think that maybe someone would have heard. Except, you know, on a radio talk show heard by tens of thousands of people every day. Yeah, well, it's it's all good. But anyway, I'm going to decide which one of these to keep and shred one, I guess. Yeah. And you got to vote by tomorrow. Um, so you got to vote by tomorrow. Got to be in the mail. Not, by uh, let me yeah. say, yeah, he's got to be in the mail by tomorrow. You can vote after that, but then you're going to have to drop it off at one of the at one of the elections. Yeah. There's no polling place for these special elections. So right. keep that in mind. This is for Flagstaff. I think there's some other special elections in other areas, but I'm not aware of them. Yeah, and I apologize for that. But it's going to be the same mailing rules as that. What are your thoughts on um, real quick the hospital, which I've spent a lot of time on. Um, this this issue before the Flagstaff voters Prop 480. You know, one of the big things that the the opponents of the new hospital seem to be, and because I've been watching the the local newspaper, I won't say their names, um, articles about it and the and the feedback and the letters of the editors, they all talk about the uh, current management of the hospital and how it isn't living up to the expectations that they have, and that as a result, um, the hospital isn't being managed as well as it should be. And then they conclude somehow that, therefore, we shouldn't have a new hospital. Yeah. I, I can't draw a connection between 
a currently a current bad administration and the fact that in the future we're not going to need additional hospital resources. I agree that the morale at the hospital isn't as good as it should be. I, I was in the ER, not me personally, but I was there um, just last week. And the number of travel nurses that I saw was pretty incredible. I've heard there's a lot. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. And that's not really good for the healthcare here in Flagstaff. And that's the administration that's failing us in that respect. And that should get fixed, as should the limited capacity that our hospital has to be able to provide the services we're going to need, especially as we continue to grow. Okay. I Here's a problem I have with this election. I don't know if you heard me and Angela talking about it like a week ago. Uh, a little bit. Okay. It's nothing to do with any of that. That I don't. What I don't like about this is everybody is now a hospital administrator. Everybody's an expert. Everybody's an expert as to why yep. you should vote no for this financial reason and this administration factoid. This land use or, or this whatever. Or yes, you know, everybody's like, it's all been thrown into this. This is a land use issue. It is. Plain and simple. If you were to look at this just as, and I think the best way of explaining this is, do you want that land to be zoned like it currently is, which is rural residential, which is larger lots with a single family house, generally speaking? Yep. Or do you want it rezoned so you can have higher density commercial, maybe multifamily in there? That's really what it's about. Mm-hmm. So it's just, and, and there happens to be the group that wants to do it, wants to put a hospital there. Yeah. Either way, it's going to get developed. It's never, it's not going to stay empty. No, no, no. There's going to be either houses or there's going to be denser. And does it matter? It, it's either a hospital or it's a, I, I don't know. Um, it could be anything, well, any and, commercial and, activity. And, and think about it from a regional plan kind of perspective. We don't typically put residential um, properties right next to an interstate. That, that's not the ideal location. Yeah, um, that's, that. that's typically where, I mean, there's a lot of it now in flag because, you know, as land became more scarce, people were willing to sacrifice. And that, the interstates but, everywhere yeah. and the train. <laughs> there's no so, way to avoid it. But um, that makes more sense to be a commercial property along that corridor. Fair than enough. It, than it would a residential. Yeah, then that's, that's a good reason why it, it, if you lived in the city of Flag, Rob, which you don't, no. you could vote on it and say Darn. that would be, that. sorry to spoil that. Yeah. That would be a... I think of uh, a valid issue to, and, to make your decision. And while I may have some disagreements with our current city council, maybe I, <laughs> I have to give them, I have to, you know, accept that or recognize that they voted unanimously to support this rezone. They did. They recognized that the city of Flagstaff is going to need these additional resources at some point in the future. And there's not going to be a better place somewhere later on to build a hospital. Well, no, no, no. They're building more land. Oh, is that right? Yes. We're, we're just going to create more land? More land is coming. It's going to be like multi-layered. It's going to be like Jetsons. Awesome. So, yeah. You that's going to solve all our problems. You miss, and they're going to do all kinds of land trade uh, swaps with BLM and all that. Oh, no, wait. They never do that. Or with um, Arizona, um, whatever, the, the Arizona yeah. State Trust land. Yeah, trust. That's not going to happen. Yeah, it was unanimous with the council, except one was absent. He's been at, um, As- Aslan. Yeah, Austin he's, Aslan has he's been, been vocally opposed. He's been very vocally opposed. But then he also doesn't want axe throwing and shooting ranges, apparently. No. Oh, I, I put that in his mouth. I mean, Rob's got a case set, and we will hit on this. Uh, we've got an interview on Thursday, I believe, Excellent. with Rob Wilson and John Thorpe from the Goldwater Institute to break mm-hmm. down this First Amendment issue at the city of Flagstaff. Really important issue. Really important issue. And I call it a First and Second Amendment issue. Uh, so we will we'll, um, stay tuned for that. I'll get you the exact day. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Thursday. Okay, 17 Chinese land in Key Largo. Florida, 11 men, six women. Um, 
What did the plane? How'd they get there? Uh, no. Oh, sailboat. Sail- of course, a sailboat. How, okay. how else? How would, else would you get how there? How else would seventeen Chinese national citizens? I, I don't know anymore. Illegally enter the United States in the state of Florida than by sailboat. Well, it's kind of dumb. You just walk across the border in Arizona or Texas and wait for someone to pick you up. That would be safer. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, yeah. that's and then you get a cell phone, um, and a free cell phone, a free cell phone, and probably tr- some traveling money. Yep. and you just got to promise to come back. Vouchers for food. And, yeah. Yep. More than any American would get. No, but that's a little disturbing. I, I just wonder how many people, what, they said numbers are like 10 million. There must be tens of millions of people in this country illegally. Oh, oh yeah. Tens of Year, For years and years, it was uh, 10 to 11 million. Oh, it well, must be 30 million people. Now we know that, that it's over 2 million a year for the last two years that have come in in the last two, two years. Two years under Biden. The, the entire population of the state of New Mexico illegally immigrated to the United States last year. The entire, wait, say that again? That, that the entire again. population of the state of New Mexico, mm. the number of people that are in the entire state, yeah, the more than that, came into the country illegally last year alone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're, not, they're not people seeking asylum from the poverty or the impoverishment or the crime or, or uh, political persecution in South and Central America, like so many folks want us to believe. As this story shows, it's Chinese, it's Russians, it's Hamas, it's all kinds of people. 181 people that were on the terror watch list were caught coming across the border. How many of them were getaways that we didn't catch? And yeah. at what point are those people going to be called into action to do something against us? Remember that TV show um, with the Russian sleeper cells? Was that, I can't remember. It was like on AMC. The Americans. The Americans. Yeah. Thank you. I love that show. That was um, awesome. And that was like, that was very organized. You know, the Russian government put that, and that was based on yeah. true, true stories. There was those sleeper. There probably still are uh, even, even to this day. But I wonder how many people are just, you just send them here. They come up through Mexico. They come up through Central South America yep. that are of bad intent, um, you know, bad intent. The yep. Hamas, the from Iran, from North, who knows where? Because everybody's coming through. They are, and nobody takes this seriously. Sadly, and I, I pray this doesn't happen, Rob. Something will happen that will trigger something to change in this country, but it'll be a traumatic event. Think nine eleven. You know, we had 9-11 happen, and all of a sudden, oh, there are people that hate us in this world. Big surprise. And then that wakes us up. Of course, we do things that don't help the problem, you know, for the next 20 years. And here we are once again, really Uh, dealing with some of the same problems. A whole bunch of people 20 years later. Yeah, 20 plus years. Infiltrating our country, and it it could be 9-11 on a nationwide basis. Uh, you know, the, the entire nation could be simultaneously, you know, it, major well, population yeah. centers all across the country. Not even major population. Again, when I was driving around this morning listening to someone else, it was the, the thought of rural America. And you hear about people shooting up substations and this and that, Rob. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that these people that come up with these uh, evil plans have come up with just about every plan you can imagine. Oh, sure. And what fear is struck in people when all of a sudden it's like, it's not in New York in Times Square or something, or, right. you know, it's, it's in the, that's why, and these are very dispersed areas. 
And I mean, that's concerning to me is, is the threats to, all of it is concerning, but the threats to rural America and people who are very far apart. And, and how that's making us now have to re-examine how we live our lives. I've got some friends that were talking the other day, like, hey, congratulations, Diamondbacks are back in the World Series, you know? And there, there's going to be three games here in, in Phoenix. Um, we should go to the World Series. And then they said, oh, wait a minute with all the crap going on in the world right now, do I really want to be in the number one watched place on national television sets all yeah. across the United States oh, man. with no way to get out? I've always thought about that. Like people at times square, mm-hmm. you know, on New Year's Eve, sure. The, the ball dropping. I'm like, yeah. Oof. And, and my friends decided, Nope. Yeah. There's a lot going. of people that make those decisions. We are not going. So even the threats of this kind of stuff and the fact that we know our, our government isn't keeping our border secure and therefore there's an extremely high likelihood, if not a guarantee, that there's a bunch of people in our country that shouldn't be here that want to do us harm forces us to have to make choices in our life that we shouldn't have to make. Our and government's number one priority is to provide for our safety and security. And the sad reality is if something does happen, and I, I hope it never does, it'll blow back on us in the long run. Um, think the Patriot Act yeah. after 9-11. Things like that where we lose yeah. personal rights, freedoms, individual rights, things like that. We lose that, and yet you can trace it back to the boneheaded politicians that did nothing forever and allowed open, porous borders. All right, love your thoughts. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. If you're going to refinance right now, you want to work with the best, and you want to work with someone I've worked with, and that's Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. I know the interest rates have spiked up a bit. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. But that actually plays into this because maybe you're in a position where you bought, like, I don't know, two, three years ago, mm-hmm. and maybe four, five, six, ten years ago, and you've got a lot of equity, but then you got into some tough times, and all of a sudden credit card debt piles up, and you're paying <laughs> 25%, 30%, crazy numbers there. You can still do refinances where you do cash out and you pay off those super high uh, interest rate credit Save cards. Money yeah, I mean, talk to your financial planner and all that um, because I'm not here to make any kind of investment decisions. That's just one example. Talk to Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. I like Nova Home Loans because Nova's, um, it's Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender, but they can make decisions like a local bank, but also a broker you know, where they can find you the best program out there. Mention to Jeff Orvid Show, get $250 off the lender's fee at closing, 928-310-6458, 928-310-6458, or go to novahomeloans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411, Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunities subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff forward show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orvid show
why can't we just all get along, Rob? It's just like uh, these numbers that you, and I talked about this like a week ago, that people that say violence is okay. Yeah. You know, that's your political uh, adversary, basically. Here in America, we're not talking about. Yep. Yeah, we've gotten to, to the point now where the, the extremes on the far left and the far right um, hate each other, I guess. It's to a, such a with degree. With a passion. Yeah. That now, not just like we see elected officials doing, violating the law, violating their oaths of office, doing those kinds of things, making boneheaded decisions because they believe it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Now we've got significant portions of our population that think it would be okay to even institute violence against the opposition. Um, I heard a quote from Vice President Harris that earlier today. She said, you know, our, <laughs> our democracy is at stake. If we don't reelect her and, and President Biden, our democracy itself is at stake. I hate that. I hate that people that elevate themselves over these positions and the responsibility. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned this last week with Senator Sinema's seat. Mm-hmm. Or Debbie Lesko's seat because she's resigning or right. reti- not resigning, retiring, and it's no, it's 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 District Eight, it's Congressional District Eight, right. it's the Arizona U.S. Senate seat. It is. It's not these people. These people, they're all replaceable. Absolutely. Let's go with that. They're Absolutely. all and the system's set up to be that way. Yeah, we have systems in place exact to do exactly that it just happened yeah. with um senator feinstein exactly i mean that one was sketchy yeah. what happened anyway. <laughs> at the end with uh the person from basically maryland or yeah. dc that's the not even in are, california yeah. but no these numbers are staggering 47 percent. no let's get this 41 percent of um biden supporters biden supporters say that it, violence is justified to quote unquote stop republicans and 38 percent of trump supporters now embrace violence to quote, stop democrats and that's some scary. And you know, there was—I well, don't know if it's the founding fathers who exactly this this gets attributed to, but uh, the only way to bring down this country will be from within, In, internal. So, unless, I don't understand those stats because I certainly wouldn't wish violence on even the most staunch person opposed to my yeah. political views, whatever it might be. I, I I cannot imagine violence ever as the option to use in that case. Do people Our, just get caught up in the moment? You know, when they're, when they're doing like these surveys and stuff, are people just, you know, totally caught up in the moment and they're just like, and Rob, you okay, Rob? I am. I'm going to have to do Heimlich over yeah, there. I, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't wish that on Rob. <laughs> you know, and they just get, it's like, oh, it's just a survey. I just don't think people will act. I hope. Let's end hope, hopeful here. That, that, I, ho- the, I the hope that these of kind of ma- listeners, the people listening to this show, the people that live in our area around here, recognize that the right answer is to be able to communicate openly yeah. and respectfully, find the middle ground and institute policies that benefit all of us. Yeah. I got neighbors that, you know, in my opinion, they've got some kooky political views and they probably sure. look at me and say, he's got some kooky political views, but we get along just great, you know, and everything is, is fine. And I think that sometimes we get blown away with um, the social media and all that. Unfortunately, and the news feeds and all that, and it's not as bad, hopefully, as and Vice President Harris. Yeah, I mean, believe me, the country will be just fine Without if we don't reelect Harris or or Biden. Yeah. All right, Rob and uh, Timberline's just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. I always appreciate all your updates. You'll be back later in the week with this interview on Absolutely. this Goldwater um, case or issue the and this First, first Amendment, Amendment issue. with the City of Flagstaff. Hope everybody has a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon.